Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Merry Christmas, and welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. This is episode 24, and I'm your host, Corey Pennypacker, and I love Christmas. And so do the kids in our lives, no matter what their age is. In fact, adults and children love getting gifts at Christmas. But do kids really know that Christmas is about the greatest gift of all, Jesus coming to the earth to save us? Do their friends know? Today, I'm so excited to talk with Carol Raybold, an experienced mom, ministry leader, and Bible to school teacher, about how we can shine a spotlight on Jesus this busy holiday season for our kids and their friends. She has some easy and practical ways to do that. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, go ahead and hit the button so you can get our newest episode every Tuesday. Don't forget to go to our show notes for all of our resources we talk about just for you at our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Let's join the conversation with Carol. Well, Carol, welcome to our podcast. We are so happy to have you join us today. I don't know about you, but we're in mid-December, right? Yep. And I've already got all the lists going. Christmas rush, you know, everybody's busy. And I'm sure our listeners are busy too, but not too busy to talk about the practical ways to put Jesus first at Christmas, right? Absolutely. And our heart is to help spotlight him today for our children amidst this holiday busyness and for ourselves too. But before we get into that, Carol, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your family? Sure. I've been married to my husband, Alex, for 29 years, and we have five children. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and one sweet granddaughter. I've seen lots of pictures of that granddaughter. She is sweet. She is. <laughs> but you're not partial at all. Not, at, not all. at all. Not at all. Those grandparents out there. So, hey, tell us a little bit about your background. You have a lot of ministry background, don't you? Yes. So I've been a part of Bible to School here for the last seven years. And um, I'm also very involved in my church and our children's ministry there, always looking for opportunities to, to hang out with kids and, and share with them how much Jesus loves them. Absolutely. Great. Great. So you got children's ministry all around you. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did you get, I mean, why did you get involved with Bible to School? I, I'm sure listeners want to know that. I bring people on on Bible to School and I always love to hear like why you got involved. Well, Corey, you're the reason I got involved <laughs> in Bible to School. You came to my church and, and I was in a season where during the day was a little bit more flexible for me as my youngest had started first grade. But after school was a really busy time with sports and all the things that happen when you have five kids in the house. So I was so excited to find a way that I could, could get back into the schools and get back into to sharing Jesus with kids during their school day. Absolutely. And that's what we do here at Bible to School. If you don't know, we teach the Bible or help others to teach the Bible to children in public school during their school day. So over a, like lunch and recess period, kids come out off site and they learn about Jesus 
parents give permission and there's no taxpayer money used. So it's all legal. And uh, Carol, you you head up quite a few classes, don't you? How, how many classes do you guys have? So right now we are in 10 schools, so about 30 classes happening each week for second, third, and fourth graders. And you oversee them. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. So everyone has a favorite Christmas tradition. Some, you know, just go with the flow of the culture. We're talking about Christmas. And um, I love to decorate for Christmas. And the tree, watch the Grinch. I know that's rather secular, but I love the, the old Grinch, the cartoon one. But the Grinch that stole Christmas, um, if, if you do anything like that, that you guys do? Well, I'm with you, Corey. I love to decorate for Christmas. I also love Christmas lights. I'm always looking for a new drive-through Christmas light display or a fun Christmas light scavenger hunt to do with my family. So many fun things to do with Christmas. Absolutely. But we're talking today about how we can focus on Jesus. You know, how do we help our kids to do it? There's so much going on. I mean, us, us as adults get caught up in that shopping list or all the lists we have to do. So what are some of the ways that you, you know, your favorite family Christmas traditions that spotlight Jesus? Oh, absolutely. There are lots of them. But honestly, maybe one of my favorite times is Christmas Eve. We our church celebrates at 11 o'clock Christmas Eve, and um, we bring in Christmas morning by candlelight with Christmas carols and just singing happy birthday to Jesus. Right. It's right. But, but you know, you and your teams and those 30 schools that you serve in the public school, most kids don't know about Jesus, do they? Don't know about Christmas. What have you seen? Right. So everybody loves Christmas. Most of our kids celebrate Christmas, but not many of them are celebrating Jesus in the midst of that. When you talk about Christmas, they are talking about maybe the decorations, definitely their Christmas list. <laughs> Not so much about Jesus, unfortunately. So how important do you think it is uh, as a leader, as a mom, as a ministry leader, to be intentional about making sure that kids know the real reason we celebrate Christmas? It is absolutely the most important thing as we have that opportunity to point our kids and those kids that are in our life back to Jesus and how much he loves them and why he came, why he came to, to earth. There's nothing more important than that, Corey. Well, I had an interesting experience when I was a small group leader years ago with a group that I had, and I, I was a substitute then, and I substituted uh, at Christmas for the Christmas story. And I read the Christmas story to a small group. There were about six kids around the table. And a little boy came up to me afterwards and looked at me and, and kind of looked at the book, you know, I was reading the Christmas story. And he said, well, you know, my dad prays in a closet to a statue. And I said, oh, and I tried not to act surprised. <laughs> but he said, is that true? You know, and I said, well, and I never contradict parents. It's not not the right thing to do. But I did say, what does the Bible say about Christmas? And so, but it did shock me to know that there's different things that children are being exposed to that you don't even know. Your children or even your children's friends that aren't biblical and they the things about Christmas are have nothing to do with Jesus. So it's really important to be intentional about this one. About a school, like I said, we equip kids. We we want to intentionally, we love to intentionally put the spotlight on Jesus at Christmas. But many of our listeners, Carol, 
that have children and their friends that are in their circle of influence, they don't know what Christmas is either. And so I was wondering, would you mind sharing your favorite Christmas lesson from Bible to School that anyone could do at home? And, and we can talk more about that. Absolutely. In our second grade class, we use a resource, a book and a, <clears throat> a set that is called What God Wants for Christmas. But it's something that you could do even if you have a nativity set at your house. And it walks through the Christmas story told from the perspective of the angel Gabriel. So he's the first person we meet. And he introduces us to Mary, to Joseph, to baby Jesus, and the shepherds and the wise men. Just talks to us about their part in the story. But always coming back to, but what does God want for Christmas? And as we find the the seventh uh, little gift box, instead of a character in there, you find a mirror. And the whole point of this, as we walk through the lesson about Christmas and Jesus coming, is that what God wants for Christmas is each of us. He wants our hearts. He wants our lives. He wants our choices. And it's so fun for the kids. This It builds the anticipation as you learn about the story, but you keep wondering, what does God want for Christmas? And what I saw there, the, each of those, you put the nativity sets, the, the little figurines, you put them into boxes, right? So there's yes. seven boxes. And so the angel, the first one is the angel, and you open up the box, and it talks about the angel and the story. And and then it it talks about the next one, what is Mary? Is, is that right? And you keep, keep on going. And the last one I'm hearing you say is the box with the mirror in. Now, I am incredibly creative that I could get a box and put tinfoil in it and it would it would work, right? It would absolutely work. <laughs> absolutely. We're, we're going to have that resource on our show page notes for sure. But that is a book that you can definitely go through with the children and use your own stuff at home to do that. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. What about Jesus' mother? Who took care of her? As we explore the Christmas story with our children and hear of Jesus' miraculous birth, we are focused on baby Jesus, the long-awaited Messiah and our Savior. When we look at the other people directly involved in the birth of Jesus, we uncover more of God's character and provision for us. Take a minute or two and point out to your child that Mary's strong faith in God was a source of courage and peace as the Holy Spirit comforted her soul. God provided for her physical needs with her husband Joseph's attention and care. No matter what circumstances God places us in, He will always provide what we need spiritually and physically, just like Mary. Now, there's other things that even that are more practical or everyday lives that we can walk with through with the kids. The question saying, how do we give the gift of ourselves, you know, to God? It's a good question. And we can walk them through those answers. We really can. Uh, one of the things that we know is that Jesus came and he says this over and over in the Bible, uh, that we need to love God and love others. So giving the gift of ourselves is that we love others like Jesus did. Like we show them, you know, we show people that we love them. As you can explore this I mean, we can explore this with my kids too, in tangible ways that we can give the gift of ourselves and what that actually means. And it flows out of our heart that's given to Christ, really, Carol. So 
The first thing I was thinking of is that you can give the gift of yourself to your family with a Christmas chain. And when I say about Christmas chains, we used to do this in the Navy all the time. We were waiting for dad's ship to come home. We'd make a a construction paper chain and we'd we'd string it across the the house and and we'd talk about it every time and take take our link off every week and the, the chain would go down. Well, you could do a countdown to Christmas paper chain. However, you can actually have the child on each link write one way they can give a gift of themselves to other people. And that would be like, I don't know, cleaning up toys without being asked. That's a biggie. Teenagers just cleaning up their room without being asked. You know, helping parents with a chore, making a Christmas card for a neighbor, but different things they could do in their family and in their neighborhood so they could they could take this Christmas chain each week and, and take it off. And every time they did something, they could take off the chain in anticipation for Christmas. I love that anticipation part. The other thing we could do is we could give the gift of yourself along with your family. So with your family, I've seen the Operation Christmas Child boxes. They're amazing. But also you can work together to give an unexpected gift to to someone. It could be making and delivering a meal for someone like like a neighbor who lives alone. Kids love to get involved with in the kitchen with you or coupon voucher or snow shoveling for somebody, maybe an elderly neighbor or something like that. I thought about baking cookies uh, for a neighbor you don't even know yet. You know, those kind of things. So, man, you could give the gift of yourself and your family and you can work together and give that gift. So I don't know. Can you think of any others, Carol? Yeah, I love those ideas, Corey. Super practical and easy to do with your kids. There's also the opportunity within their schools. If they're in school, The teachers, generally, we get. We don't forget them because we appreciate them so much. But there's so many other people that are involved, whether it's the crossing guards, bus drivers, the secretaries, the nurses, so many people that that we could take the opportunity to honor at Christmas by making a card, giving a simple gift, just showing honor and love to those. Or your community, too. There's always food banks and rescue missions and places like that that are looking for donations. I've seen families that get together and they go caroling at nursing homes at Christmas. And I love that because I know when my husband's grandmother, she just couldn't wait for the Christmas carolers to come. And when kids come into a nursing home, the residents just light up. It's so cool to see something as simple as singing Christmas carols. It's really, really cool that you can give the gift of yourself to your community, to your school, along with your family. There's just so many ways to give the gift of yourself. Like you said, Carol, that that mirror, that that looking in the mirror, like that's how we give the gift of ourself to God, loving God and loving others. And that's that's how it all links together. Jesus told us that. So there's nothing like giving the gift of yourself to others. And this just kind of flows out of the Christmas story in the Bible where Jesus is giving the gift of himself to us. And you can parallel that with kids so easily. The king, the creator of the universe, has come down to earth, being born at Christmas and giving the gift of his life as a ransom for you and me so that we can have eternal life. Don't forget to make sure you tell the kids that, that he's the greatest gift they're ever going to receive and that they can participate by giving the gift of themselves. They can participate by giving the gift of themselves to God this Christmas, and you can help them do that. So Carol, we talked a lot about some practical things here. 
and your favorite Christmas lesson. What advice would you give to moms, your experienced mom, I know, and now grandma too. So what advice would you give to moms and dads and grandparents, aunts, uncles, Sunday school teachers about telling children and their friends about the real meaning of Christmas on about how to spotlight Jesus at Christmas? Wow. I feel like there's so many opportunities if we're just looking for them. If you decorate with the nativity, like we talked about lots of different ways that we can get involved, whether it's with our church, with our community, but just not missing those opportunities. Life gets so busy and Christmas time more than ever. Oh yeah. But just being intentional to step back and getting the kids involved. As we've talked about this morning, getting them involved in what we're doing, whether it's in outreach or if you have that nativity at your house, for us, we have the Playmobil nativity that is at a level that any kiddo that comes in our house can interact with. And you can talk about who these people are and how they gave honor to Jesus and always bringing it back to the fact that Jesus came for us because he loves us so much. And just remembering to bring that focus back to Jesus. Great, Carol. That is so much what we try to do at Christmas. And we as adults, while we're doing this with these children, with the children in our lives, it's also bringing us back there. That's what I love about this, about working with children. It also brings us back to the basics too. And what I love about this is that Jesus is the best gift we could ever get. And teaching our children how to give a gift of themselves to Jesus is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it will last their whole lives. So as we wrap up here, would you mind praying for us and praying for our listeners and praying for their Christmas and how they can spotlight Jesus? I'd be honored to, Corey. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the amazing gift that you gave us in sending your son, for the love that that shows each of us. And Father, I just lift up every person listening today as they're navigating this Christmas season. Father, I pray that you would fill them with joy that comes only from you. And Father, that as they go about all of their tasks and activities, that they would not forget to, to bring their focus back to you. And Father, I pray for creative ideas for how they can teach their kiddos and, and those in their life about you and about your love. Father, we, we're just so honored and blessed. So Lord, we just uh, we thank you and we give you all the praise and the glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carol. Great to be here, Corey. Wow, weren't those some easy and practical ways to keep Jesus in the center of Christmas with a spotlight? Tell us which ones you like best at hashtag Bible to School or at Bible to School so we can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Just a reminder that our show notes for today's episode are found at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Along with you, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus with our families. So for the next two weeks, we're taking a short break to be with them. So feel free to take this time to catch up on episodes of You Can Tell the Children that you've missed or listen to favorite ones again, or better yet, share them with a friend. We're excited to come back on January 4th with brand new episodes. Enjoy your holidays and remember, you can tell the children about the love of Jesus, especially at Christmas. See you on January 4th.